Welcome to Grace and Truth with Pastor Sherman Burkhead, a devotion that's meant to encourage you and challenge you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Please subscribe to our podcast and check us out on the internet at fbcboron.org. Hi there, this is Pastor Sherman Burkhead, and this is Grace and Truth, a devotion that's meant to encourage you and challenge you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ through a time in the Word and through a time in prayer. Uh, it is... Uh, it's wonderful to see all of you. Hopefully that uh, you guys are doing well today. It is uh, it is uh, January the 20th, 2021, and uh, today is a big day, uh, and a lot of big changes have happened today. But, uh, but before we jump in here, as always, I always like to talk about things that I'm grateful for. I think gratitude is one of the most important parts of the Christian life, and uh, one of the things that I am grateful for. Uh, I'd mentioned this yesterday, but I just—it's been on my mind, and I really want to make it—you know—you know—do uh, a public shout out here live, and that is for Carl's Hardware. I am really super grateful to God for them and for them being in our community. And he, and here's the thing: is those of you that don't know, we live in a little desert community, and there's not really anything around here uh, close by. I mean, we travel 45 minutes to go to. Uh, to a Walmart or a big store. Hello, Sharon. How are you doing? Um, we have to really, you know, travel a long ways to, to get um, a lot of things, but there are certain uh, stores and certain things in our community that we do have access to. And, and one of them is Carl's Hardware. And it's a hardware store, uh, but it really, they have just about everything. And I say that to say is like, I mean, they really stock a lot of things down there. Uh, but it's not just that they're a hardware store and they've got a lot of stuff to sell. Um, hey, Samantha. Um, it's also the fact that they are really focused on customer service and having the things that you need. It's not just enough to have a lot of stuff. It's about having the things that uh, that you actually need in your life. And yesterday I needed a couple of light bulbs. But what happens is the, the, the light fixture I had in my house had just some weird kind of like um, light bulbs that went with it. It actually was those one of those energy savers that were given away years ago and had a couple of weird a couple of pins to it when you turned the uh, twisted the light bulb out. And I looked at that and I thought I don't have anything like this in the house. And so I go down to Carl's Hardware and I walk in and I show um, I show the Shanda the, uh, the the light bulb and and she says you do not want those light bulbs. Hey Rick, how you doing? Um, and I'm like, really, I don't. She goes, no, what you want is the adapter. She says they, they make an adapter for that for a couple of bucks and then you put regular light bulbs in. And so in the process, what they really did for me was they actually helped me to uh, solve my problem because those light bulbs are hard to find and they're expensive, uh, but they saved me a bunch of money in the process. And that's just one of the things I really appreciate about this little town and what I appreciate about like local businesses like Carl's Hardware. They're really good people there. Uh, they try to make sure they stay stocked up on things that you need uh, to save you a trip to town. And uh, they just take good care of their people. And it's just a good example of uh, of, of neighbors treating each other well in a, in a small community. And I'm grateful to God for them. Uh, and I'm grateful to God for lots of other things, too. I'm grateful to God for my, my church family. I'm grateful to God for the fact that we live in a little town like we do. Uh, we're a little bit more I, I, uh, insulated from uh, from the rest of the world with respect to, you know, politics and things like that. Uh, it's Life's a little simpler here. Not, I mean, not always, but um, certainly 
has that small town feel. Um, I did a memorial service yesterday and I was reminded of just how closely connected we are to one another and how everybody knows each other and uh, and what a blessing that is. And so anyway, that's what I'm grateful for. But what about you? Um, as always, and believe me, every time one of you or m- multiple of you, um, when you let me know what's, what you're grateful for, it really encourages my heart uh, because I'd like to see you walking in the gratitude um, of towards God. And the reason for that is because we have so much to be grateful for, even if things are hard. Hello, Diana. Even when things are difficult, we have so much to be grateful to God for. We are grateful to God. We we have, you know, God has given us the gift of life. That's something we should be grateful for. The next breath you take is a gift from his hand. You should be grateful for that. If you woke up this morning and all of your loved ones are alive and well, I'm telling you that is a huge gift from God. Something to be grateful for. If your car starts, be grateful to God. If you uh, go to the store and your bank didn't mess things up with your with your card and everything went well, be grateful to God. Be grateful to God that you even live in the country you live in, even though the things are changing. Uh, so I'd certainly like to hear from you what you're grateful to God for. You can certainly email me at fbcboron at gmail.com, or you can call me at uh, 760-762-5149. I would love to hear from you. And you can also message me here in the, in the comments as well. Um, but that being said, as I mentioned before, so today is uh, February the 20th, and today's a big day. Um, and it's a big day in the sense that the world's changing. Uh, it doesn't matter how you voted. It doesn't matter what political party that you are aligned yourself with. Um, I, today is a big day because the world is changing. All right, when administrations change, then the world changes. The United States is still one of the dominant forces in the the world at large. And when things change in America, then the world changes as well. And so today things have changed and there are going to be some big changes. We've seen some of the news. And again, I don't want to get into all the politics and all that discussion, but what we can say and what we can confidently say, the world is obviously changing. The administration itself, you know, in our country has changed. Um, And there, there's not really anything that we can do about the fact that it's going to change. It's changing. And there's going to be big changes as a result. We already see that the news is saying that there's going to be policy changes, the way that they're going to deal with certain things around the world are going to change. And what we realize after this last year is that things can change super fast, and then they can also change dramatically. And I think that's the point that I want to emphasize is the fact that the world what we can see the constant thing in the world around us is change. There's nothing we can do about it. The world is changing. It's going to continue to change. And guess, guess what? Sometimes it's going to change the way we want it to. And then there are going to be times it's going to change in ways that we don't want it to, where we're going to think it's going to change for the worst. But what we need to do is realize is change is an inevitable part of the world around us. But our hope is not anchored in the world and the way that we can control changes. In fact, what we've realized is we don't have any control at all. What what our hope is, is in the unchanging nature of who God is. And that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about in the next coming few weeks is, um, is our theology about who God is and what makes God God. And one of the things that makes him him is the fact that he doesn't change. In fact, it is called the immutability of God. And I know that's a 
a big or fancy theological world word, but what it really simply means is that God doesn't change. And I think that's one of the essential things I think we as Christians need to hold on to. Um, and I think it's one of the things that we need to remind ourselves of and then share with people as well. When, when people begin to worry and panic and, and get upset about how things are going um, and, and maybe lose heart and, lose, and begin to become discouraged by the world around them, they, they remember that, that God doesn't change, that, that history actually is proceeding according to his plan because he is also sovereign. But he doesn't change, which means he is always good. He is always trustworthy. He is always faithful. In fact, let me just share with you a couple of scriptures about this particular thing. And hopefully it'll be something to ease your mind. Because I, I know like right now, like there's just the sense in the world around us, almost kind of like for many people, almost like a state of kind of depression, you know, that because things have changed. And, and there are some people on the, on, the other, on the other side who are really, really excited that things have changed. And they're really, you know, uh, very happy and they think that it's going to go the way that they want, want it to go. But the reality is this, right? No matter what our emotions are telling us, there's only one constant in our lives in the universe, and that it's God. In fact, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ never, ever changes. He is faithful. He is steadfast. He is true. And that never, ever, ever changes. Malachi 3, 6 says, For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. God is faithful and trustworthy, and he never changes. Isaiah 40, verse 8 says, The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of God will stand forever. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift comes from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Numbers 23, verse 19 says, God is not man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should, should change his mind. He has said that he... He, he has said, and he, excuse me, he has said, and he, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not fulfill it? The truth is that God is unchanging. And that means his promises never change. That means his faithfulness towards us doesn't change. That means his commitment to finish what he started doesn't change. That means he who began a perf uh, uh, he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it, and and I say that is because I think right now is the time we need to take this truth and and settle it and anchor it into our hearts, because things around us will change, and let's just set politics aside and let's just say that you know the inauguration isn't just the biggest change that we're going to face. The fact of the matter is, is we know that things change. We know that that our healths change. People get sick. We know that things change when there are accidents. Family members and loved ones pass on and die. You know, financial situations change. The economy changes. Right? Even the way that friends treat one another over something silly sometimes can change. Best friends can really be at odds with one another over different over things that are seem to be insignificant, and relationships change. Everything around you in the world can change. Everything seems to be in a state of flux. But our anchor point for our lives is the immutable nature of God. That no matter what happens, no matter what the world 
does, no matter what changes in the world around us. He is absolutely who he is and has always been for eternity past. That he is faithful, that he is true, that he is just, he is righteous, he is loving, he is gracious, he is merciful. And that God changed the world so that you could have a relationship with him. I don't know if you realize that. He doesn't change, but he changed things so you can have a relationship with him. Because all of us begin in a state of rebellion against God. All of us were running away from him. All of us didn't want to have a relationship with him. And because of that, we were rightfully underneath his justice and condemnation. And there's nothing we could do to fix that. We can't change that. Lots of things we can change, but we can't change our own nature and who we are. But God can. And he did. God sent Jesus Christ into the world to do for you what you couldn't do for yourself. To live the life that you couldn't live. And then to die on the cross to pay a penalty you couldn't pay. And then rose him from the grave, proving that what he did actually changed things. And then, if that weren't enough, he sent Jesus Christ, I mean, he sent the Holy Spirit into the world to change your heart and to break that hardened heart of stone and turn it into a heart of flesh so that you could hear the gospel and receive it and repent and believe and turn to him in faith and be transformed. The only thing that changes is the world and us. God doesn't change. But praise the Lord that he, in his grace, changes us and shapes us more and more into the image of Christ. That is the change that we ought to be looking for. So my encouragement to you now, as we, again, there are people that are going to see this differently depending on where you are politically, and that's fine. But what we can agree on is that today is a day of change. There's going to, there is a new president in office that has changed. Our country has changed, and it will change. There will be new administrators at different levels of, of government. The attitude of government towards the people will change. The way that we approach foreign policy will change. The way that the market operates will change. And in various ways, all of our lives will be impacted and changed by those things. But again, what we come back to is when we look at this and we see all of this change, whether, we, whether we're excited about it or not, what we realize is our hope doesn't lie in how those, change work, those changes work themselves out. Because guess what? There'll be another election in four years, and there'll be more change. And there'll be another election four years from after that, and there'll be more change. And there'll be more campaign promises, and there'll be more people who won't keep their promises. And there'll be lots of more infighting and there'll be more of the same that we've seen over and over again and things will continue to change. What we realize is our hope is not caught up in who sits in the Oval Office. Our hope is in the risen King, the Sovereign Lord, Jesus Christ, who doesn't ever change. And He has promised that he will bring us safely home if we trust in him. In fact, he says in John that, that his sheep hear his voice and he knows them and they will never perish because he gives them eternal life. 
That's the unchanging promise that you can anchor your heart to. That's the unchanging hope that will lead you through the world around us as things grow darker or as things get lighter. It's depending on the circumstances and where you're standing. And so my encouragement to you as we think about what's happening in our country is yes, pray. Right? We are all called to pray for our leaders, whether we like them or agree with them or not. We're called to pray for the leaders of our nation and the leaders around the world, that God would change their hearts, that God would give them wisdom, that God would guide them. Right? We need to change for our, pray for our country also, that God would give us revival in our country and call, and call us to repentance. Right? But most importantly, we need to pray for one another, that all of us would make the mission of our lives Jesus Christ, that we'd go out into the world and share the hope of the gospel. Because ultimately, that's the only hope the world has anyway. And that's the only thing, the only lasting change that's really going to make a difference anyway. We might change how the government operates, but that's temporary. We might change how many people get fed, right? Again, that's temporary. But if you share the gospel with someone and help them to understand who they are in Christ and they put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ and Him alone, and they turn to Christ in faith, you have changed them for eternity. You have helped them to grow and change for eternity. That's lasting change. It's real change. And that's the kind of change that I think we all should be working toward. And so in that, that is my exhortation to you. Trust in the one who doesn't change. And then be an instrument in his hand who is changing the world through the message of Jesus Christ. In fact, as we often say, be the change that you want to see. So let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for your grace and mercy. I thank you, Lord, for your love and your hope. I thank you, Lord God, for those who have attended uh, the grace and truth today and who have patiently um, uh, waited as the, I had to answer or mess with the phone. I pray, Lord God, that you would bless our nation, Lord, that so much has changed in in the last 12 months, more than we could possibly have imagined. And right now, Lord God, we see that there are going to be even bigger changes. And I pray, Father God, that we would all have our eyes set upon you, our hope would be set upon you, and that we as Christians, Lord, would walk in the light and the reverence of Christ, Lord, that we would be the kind of citizens you've called us to be, that we'd live peaceably uh, in godly lives, Lord, that we would be lights that shine in the darkness, that we would be an example of Christ's love and his, and his patience, Lord, that all of us, Lord God, would go out into the world and help our neighbors and love them and, and treat everyone with dignity and respect, Lord, and that we would, we would embrace our fellow man, Lord, with a compassion and a love, understanding they are made, all of them, in the image of, image of God, and you'd help us to share the hope of the gospel with everyone, Lord. That everyone would hear the words of the gospel. That everyone would have an opportunity to turn and repent and believe, Lord. That you would use us in a way to bring revival to this community. You'd use us, Lord, to bring revival to the world around us. And that you would glorify yourself through us, Lord. We thank you for that. And we give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I just want you to know, obviously, um, that you were 
are loved and you are prayed for. But I also want to give you a couple um, a heads up on a couple things. Uh, first of all, tonight at 5 o'clock here at First Baptist Church, we're having our uh, first theology class again. Um, we started this last year, and then because of COVID-19, we shut it down. We're going to basically reboot that. We're going to change a couple things. We're going to probably cover some of the same ground, but we're but there's actually going to be quite a bit of additional stuff we're going to talk about as well. Uh, hopefully that you can make it here and hopefully be a benefit to you. One of the reasons why we study the, the attributes of God is because we want to help you grow in your understanding of who God is. The more you know Him, the more you love Him, and uh, I think that it would just be beneficial to you. So if you're in Boron, we'd love to have you here. We'd love to have you a part of our class here. Um, also wanted to let you know that uh, you can also uh, connect with us in a multi multitude of different ways of uh, across social media platforms, Twitter, um, Instagram, and uh, and also TikTok. And if you haven't followed me on TikTok, I'd invite you to do that. Um, I try a couple times a week to post little one-minute devotional things just that are really quick that we can get, uh, get done with. Um, they're, they're fast little snippets of maybe theology or just a little encouragement, um, but it's a great way to stay connected. Uh, and also, too, uh, this week uh, we sent out our first ever uh, First Baptist Church newsletter, and we'd hope to keep that going throughout the year. It's the, the January issue is went out. It's a, it's a small little newsletter. It's meant to encourage you. It's meant to just kind of keep you connected with us here at First Baptist Church, and I would just love to hear from you if there's something in it that you liked, if you appreciated, if there's something that you'd like to hear, see more of, or um, or if you're somebody who doesn't currently receive the, the, the newsletter, um, the, 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 the mailed out newsletter. We hope to have an email version at some point. Uh, if you'd like to get a, a copy of the newsletter, uh, then by all means, then email us your address at fbcboron at gmail.com. I'd be happy to uh, put you on the list and, uh, and keep you connected that way. And so with that being said, there are going to be some things changing this year in the way that we communicate, and hopefully we'll be able to do more things to stay connected. But most importantly, I think what I want you to know is that that you are loved. Uh, the members of my church, all of you, I, I know who you are. I think about you. I pray for you. Um, even the people who are just, that, that attend from time to time, and even people who are former members who've moved on, you are still on my mind. We think about you. You're important to us all. Um, and also, if you just need prayer, don't hesitate to call. You know, 760-762-5149, or you can email me, again, at fbcboron at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. That being said, uh, just know that you are loved, you are prayed for, and we will talk to you soon. Grace and peace. You've been listening to Grace and Truth with Pastor Sherman Burkhead, a ministry of First Baptist Church in Boron, California. Our website address is fbcboron.org. And would you consider partnering with us as we share the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ with our community and our world?